Good morning, everyone. My name is Prophetess Lou. Welcome to the Glory Room. Hope you all have had a great day. If you're coming for your weekend, I hope you all had a great weekend. Let's get started with a word of prayer and then we get on with our devotional. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you so much for allowing us to see another week we've never seen, another month we, we have been in that we have never been involved in. But Father God, we ask you as we go through our day, as we deal with situations, give us the right way to handle it. Help us to listen to the Holy Spirit. Help us have ears to hear and eyes to see. Father God, as, as we're partaking in this devotional or whether we're reading our word today father god give us understanding give us wisdom father god father god direct our paths and, and um help us to stay closer to you and focused on you father god bless the ones that are reading the devotional bless the ones that are hearing it in jesus mighty name amen key verse of the day is matthew 6 18 so that it will be would not be obvious to others that you are fasting but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you Topic, praying through our breakthrough. Affirmations, I'm going to make it. I know God hears me. I'm not alone. I am not broken. Thoughts, we have to stop being these people that are waiting for a breakthrough, but don't want to pray through our breakthrough. We got to become people that seek moments to pray in the shower at our, at our job. We have to start praying through praying through to our breakthrough. Some of us are waiting and we are, we are doing nothing but waiting. We are too anxious to pray, too anxious to shout, too anxious to live. God is saying today, he wants us to pray through our breakthrough. God is waiting to bless us, but we aren't praying. We are too busy throwing a pity party when God wants us to pray. He wants us to shout, wash our face and believe and show that we know it's God that's waiting to bless us, waiting and knowing we have a God like Jacob that's willing to fight our battles and save us and that we have a God like Daniel and David. We have to believe he's waiting for us to move. We must believe he's listening to us when we pray. Matthew 6, 16 through 17 says, when you fast, do not look sober as the hypocrites do, but but they disfigured their, their face to show others they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward in full. But when you fast, put on put oil on your hair head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to others that you are fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret and will reward you. I'm sorry, that was Matthew 6, 16 through 18. I'm sorry. See, See, it says it here. It says this, this, this is for fasting, but people don't have to know when we are going through and that we need a breakthrough. We, we don't have to disfigure our face and call everyone's attention to us. We must pray and fast and keep pushing through and hold on to joy within our soul and say, I know he will come through. And it tells us in verse 18 that God sees what's done in secret. If he sees what's in secret, he knows he knows we need a breakthrough. He knows what we need. Verse 18, so that it would not be obvious to others that you're fasting, but only to your father who is unseen and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Joseph was a man that prayed too. He, he went through so much that his brothers hated him. They, they sold him into slavery. Potiphar uh, brought him as a captain for the guard for Pharaoh, the, the king of Egypt. He served in his master's house. He was then placed into enormous responsibility over everything that Potiphar owned. He had favor with God and man. And then here comes trouble again. Potiphar's wife was attracted to him and wanted him to lay with her. And he refused. She accused him of rape. And it tells us in Genesis 39, 19 through 20, Potiphar was furious. When he heard his wife's story about 
how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph, threw him into the prison where the, the king's prisoners were held. And there he remained. See, it says it here. He remained, but God didn't let go of him. He didn't dismiss and forget about him. Verse 21. But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Joseph kept having breakthroughs. It took him two years. And some of us can't wait the, wait for the Lord for, for a month. No, we, we can't because we believe if I pray and do what I'm supposed to do, that God is supposed to move. No, we must wait for our breakthrough. He moves when he wants. He blesses when he sees fit. And we must be patient and never get to, too bitter in our heart where we are so against what God has planned for our life. God has a breakthrough for us, but you must wait on it. Wait on his breakthrough, his will, his purpose for your life. Our life isn't like popcorn. Is done in two minutes or three. True breakthrough and actual change happens slowly and it takes time. Today, God is saying, wait for me, pray to me, meditate on me. You will see your breakthrough. Wait on the process because it's near. Because when we rush the process, we won't learn what God is trying to teach us. We won't learn what he's trying to show us because He, we are so focused on what he can do. Wait on your breakthrough and pray and he will, will bring us through. Heavenly Father, thank you for so much for everything. Thank you for helping us see where we misstepped and where we misheard and where we, we didn't focus. Help us to hear you when you speak. Help us to connect to you on a deeper level. Help us to pray and not focus on our situation. Lord, help us to draw closer to you. Lord, as we go through, please give us strength. Please give us, us peace. Because when we go through, we, we feel that we are breaking. But we know with you, we won't. And that you seize us. Please continue to be with us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. So the, today's uh, devotion is called Praying Through Our Breakthrough. Um, I was in Chick-fil-A uh, drive-thru. I know y'all probably think y'all stuff every time she's at some food place. <laughs> but I was in uh, Chick-fil-A drive-thru one Saturday morning. And um, I heard him speaking to me. And I pulled over and I, I asked the Holy Spirit. I said, Holy Spirit, are you speaking to me? And I heard him clearly. And he said, the problem is, is that people nowadays, they go through things, but they don't believe it's no breakthrough. They, they believe it's a constant thing. I, I talked to a young man yesterday and um, I'm going to circle back to the story. But he said to me, he said, I said, you need to just focus and pray. He, he's younger than me. I think he's like 25. He's 10 years younger than me. So um, he's a he's a boy to me. But anyway, he he said, um, he said, when I um he said, I'm tired of praying. He said, because things keep happening back to back. And he said, I don't see any purpose in praying. And that hurts so deeply that he thinks he is no purpose in praying. I told him, I said, you do realize that the enemy is trying to get you and he's having you to think this for a reason. He said, Yeah. He said, I used to go to church every Sunday. He said, I don't anymore. I said, why? He said, because I don't see the point. I said, you don't see a point of going to church? Do you, do you see a point of reading your Bible? He said, I don't see a point in none of it because none of it helps me. See, when we have so many problems, problem after problem after problem, and we don't read our Bible, we don't pray, we get to a point where we're so beaten down that we think that the things of the Spirit is unnecessary. We think that if I smoke, I can get some peace. If I drink, I can get some peace. And 
drinking and smoking is debatable because people want to say that you can. Some people say you can't. And that's not my topic today. So we're going to focus on the topic. So people, they when they, they're beaten down, they, they normally smoke, drink, do illicit sex, things to make them feel better, like they're in control. But what's happening is because you have had so much control, you are losing control. And when you're close, even sometimes, which is on the opposite spectrum of this, is that some people are so close to their breakthrough and they're going through because the enemy is trying to trying to prevent you from getting your breakthrough. And so the Lord is telling some of us today is that you're, you're in a situation that you're in because you're not praying enough. You're in the situation you're in because you're not reading your word enough. You're in the situation you're in because you're not in my presence. But some of us, God is telling, keep pushing. Keep praying. Be like Joseph. Joseph didn't care about what happened. He still was faithful. He had the favor of God with men. He had favor. He didn't care. He didn't look at that. This is a situation that keeps happening, that, that I keep getting pushed back. He kept pushing forward because that's what the Lord wants to do. He wants us to push forward. If Jesus would have stopped at the first whip, if Jesus would have stopped at the first time he had to carry his cross, we wouldn't be saved. But Jesus seemed fit to push through because he knew it was someone like me, someone like you that's going to need his mercy and grace. So he kept pushing through. Sure, they got that, that, that guy. I think his name was Samson or Samuel. Probably saying his name wrong. They got him to hold the cross. He held the cross. He kept, Jesus carried the cross. But in that picture, it shows that he needed he needed to do this for that man. He needed to do that for us. The breakthrough that you're waiting for is just around the corner. But you cannot throw a pity party like, whoa, it's me. Here comes another situation. Whoa, it's me. No. No. Don't let the world know that you, you have a multiple complications. It's okay to have people that you pray for, but don't do it in a way that you have everybody throw a pity party for Jaina. Let's just say her name is Jaina. Use an example. If your name is Jaina, I'm sorry, but let's just say her name is Jaina. And she's letting everyone know that I have multiple situations that's going on. I cannot find no end. I'm crying. I'm weeping. And everything's a sad moment. No. Wash your face. Get up in the morning. Hold tight to God's word. Hold tight to God's presence. And know that if the end is coming near and that your breakthrough is at the breaks. And that you must push forward. If Daniel would have gave up right when he got in the fire. Oh, I should have just gave in to, to Nebuchadnezzar. I should have just gave in to him. I should have just, just praised and worshipped him. I wouldn't be in the fire. But no. Daniel's like, I don't care. Go ahead, throw me in there. I'd rather die. He went in there. I don't know if he thought he would die. I don't know. They didn't never say whether that came across his mind. But whatever mindset Daniel was in, I want to be in that mindset. I want to face my problems with no fear. He faced his problems with no fear and he faced it with prayer. And that's what we have to do when we have a breakthrough or we're at the breaks of our breakthrough. We must push forward. And when we're trying to go through our breakthrough, we must pray. 
Because God is trying to tell us something. God is trying to tell us to hold on and don't look away. God is trying to tell us that if you stay fast, if you hold tight, if you accept this mission, if you accept the assignment, I'm going to be there and I'm going to walk you through. But we must be people that stay faithful. We must be people that believe that when we walk in him, that he will walk with us through our problems. And nothing's too big for him. Let's look at our first reference. And another thing I want to I want to comment on. What was it? It says in verse Genesis 39. It says, There he remained. He stayed in prison. Joseph stayed in prison. He remained there. And the thing is, they never said he complained. Paul, he never complained. Daniel, he never complained. David, he never complained. We must be a people that don't complain about where we are in our life's journey. Because we all are different. And what my breakthrough is going to look like, it's going to look different than your breakthrough. And what I'm going through is going to look different than what you're going through. But the biggest part that we must do is hold on to God and not look at the many things that's heading our way. And sometimes, I'm just going to say this real quick and then we're going to go to reference. Sometimes we go through because we place ourselves through these different things. But what we like to do is we don't like to blame ourselves. We don't like to say, I was wrong and this is where, why I'm here. We like to say, he was wrong because he placed me here. No. No, sometimes our own misstep, our own misguided misstep in our own selfish controlling ways, we are placed there because we did not listen. Simple disobedience. So this is different than you're being at your breakthrough or going through to get to your breakthrough. You got to get out of the valley. You, you got to get past these situations that you have placed yourself in. And the only way to do that is say, God, I have done this. I know this is on me. Can you help me get through this? I, I will listen if you just please help me through this because I messed up. And I thought this is what I wanted to do and it's not. I am sorry. And watch him move. And watch you receive a breakthrough because you went and you confessed your sins and you knew you was wrong. Let's go to our first reference verse. First John 5. We're in, in the um I like to think I'm in the NIV. I forgot to mark it. So we're gonna go there and let's see real quick. Um, verse 14. Okay, this is the confidence we have in approaching God, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. When we're going through, and, and what we got to do is, an, another thing we must do first is, when we have a situation occur, or we don't know what we're doing and we're confused, ask God, what am I supposed to do? I, I don't know your will for my life. What direction am I heading? 
Because if we don't know what direction we're heading, how are we going to know we're going in the right direction? We must know, God, do you want me to go this way? God, do you want me to stop doing this? What do you want me to do? And he would tell you if he haven't already. But when we're in the will of God, he will answer us. He will give us the desires of our heart because our heart is aligned with God. When we finally lock in with God and we're fully connected with the vine and we're reading our Bible, we're praying, we are going to seek his will, which makes us pray for his will. And when we pray for his will, we will automatically get what we want because our desires will already be linked up with God. It's almost like like, uh, a magnet set. When you try to keep them apart, well, no, not a magnet set. What would it be? When we, let me just put it this way to you. When you're finally listening to God and you're finally blocking out everyone else's advice and you stop watching the people on TV thinking that your lives have to be an example of what that is on TV. What you see on these reality TV shows, you don't want to model that. That's just going to be per chaos. But when you're at home and you're meditating, you're fasting, you're seeking him, you're, 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 you're aligning everything up according to him, no matter what you pray for, it's going to be in alignment with him. Because you're fully connected. It's like seeing two couples. That's right. It's like finally seeing two couples that's been together 40, 45 years. 35 years, 32 years, they're connected. They finish each other's sentences. They they drink out of the same straw. <laughs> they sit on each other. He takes his jacket off. He gives it to her. He opens the door when she comes up. He knows her favorite flower. She knows his favorite food. They're connected. And that's how we will be when we're connected with God. We would know exactly what he wants because we already seek him. We already talked to him about our plans. So when we're, we're, we're praying through the the problems that we have, we're going to come through that just fine. Probably not as fast as we like, but we must have patience too. The the problem is nowadays that people don't have patience for nothing. Um, On the Walmart app, I I shop on Walmart. I don't go in Walmart anymore. So I use the app. So you pay a hundred dollars a month, a year, and you can do a delivery, free delivery, unlimited times. So, they have this part on the app where you pay $10. And when you pay the $10, it, it comes here faster. Let's just say I, scared, I want it to come here at 8, but oh, they have a time for 7 o'clock. They can deliver it at 7 o'clock if I pay $10 extra. I don't have the patience to wait for 8, so I'm going to pay the extra $10 to get it here at 7. You see what I'm saying? We don't have the patience anymore to wait for anything. Amazon Prime, for instance, three-day shipping. We don't, it don't come in three days anymore. We all are angry about that. So no one wants to pay for prom anymore. Okay, Uber Eats. They said they can deliver your food in 10 minutes. You might have someone that said, I can deliver your food in five minutes. You have these options where you can move faster to get things faster. You can even pay for movies that's in the theater. You can watch it at home if you pay $30. You see, we're not waiting anymore for nothing. It used to be where we could put a letter in the mail and send it. We have to wait 10 days, eight days. We're all just waiting. But now you can go to the the post office and you can say, I want this mail delivered overnight. Okay. You have to pay $10. Okay. People are willing to do anything so they don't have to wait. But the thing is about God and the things of God and the things that's in the spirit world, you have to wait. You have to, you have to enjoy the, the journey that you're on. 
The problem is no one wants to enjoy the journey. No one wants to go through anything. Everybody wants everything instant. And that's not how the things of God work. It's a process because if you strip away someone's things that are they that they that they normally are used to, like a drunk, like someone that's drunk, for instance, for me, let's just say I didn't go through the necessary steps of going through Christ for Him to deliver and take that off my tongue. Let's just say I go to a meeting. They say, "Okay, stop drinking, stop completely drinking. You have to come to these meetings." They stripped it away from me. I'm going to relapse if I'm not fully dependent and fully. Connecting to that AA program. When we strip away the things of the flesh too fast, the way we want to do, we are going to relapse. But when we walk with God and we allow God to direct ourselves and we allow God to to show us how to do things, we will have success in everything. We talked about yesterday about God trampling over our enemies. He will trample over our enemies. He would make our enemies our footstool. Why? Because he did it at his times and we was patient. Three things we must get through during a breakthrough is being patient. Another thing we must understand is, is understanding his will for our life. Another thing that we must understand with a breakthrough is that we shouldn't depend on others to bring us through our breakthrough. We shouldn't depend on the, the accolades and the pats on the back and the hugs and kisses of others to bring us through. No, we must depend on God. It's okay to share your problems with Jana. It's okay to share your problems with Bob. But don't make it glorified. You have a problem. Yes, you do. You're going through a situation. Yes, you are. But you need to depend on God to give you comfort. Because God can do so much more than what Jana and Bob can do. God can do so much more than what your family can do. But we must be a people that always seek him first. Joseph remained in jail. Daniel remained in the fiery pit. He remained in the lion's den. But those people, those men depended only on God. But what tends to happen is that we lean on others when we're going through. God is telling us today that we need to always depend on him. And we must pray through our hard time. We must pray through the breakthroughs. Because he's waiting to see us through. He's waiting to guide us. But some of us are so, just so into our own mind about everything that we're not listening to him when he's speaking to us. Imagine if I was at Chick-fil-A and I just kept ordering my food, kept stuffing my face, and I didn't hear him say anything to me. I would have missed out on the devotional he had to give me. Imagine if Joseph would have slept with Potiphar's wife. He would have missed the blessing that God had for him. Imagine if Daniel bowed down. He would have missed out on his purpose of helping another person. We miss out on the breakthroughs and the open doors that God has for us out of disobedience. So today, if you're looking for a breakthrough, today you're going through to get to your breakthrough, hold on. Hold on and hold on to God's unchanging hand because I promise you this, if you wait in patience, you wait in in 
wait and believe that he has you and that you're praying in his will that he will deliver you. He will change the narrative, but we must believe and hang on to God. I hope you all enjoyed this devotional. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I think we didn't go over one last verse. Let's go over this verse real quick. I'm just going to say it. First Thessalonians 5.17, pray without ceasing. When we're going through our breakthrough, we must pray without ceasing. I think I said earlier, the Holy Spirit, I'm going to say the Holy Spirit said earlier in the devotional, he said, find time to pray. That's the thing when we're going through that. That's the last thing some of us do is seek God in prayer. Pray. You don't have to say these long prayers. You're in the shower. Just pray to him while you're in the shower. Pray to him while you're riding to, to work. Pray to him while you're riding home. Find time to pray to God to find out his will and find out what he's going to do in this situation. Because sometimes God wants you to do something to, do, to, to open the door for something to happen. Sometimes God is waiting for you to connect up with him so he can tell you, okay, I've been trying to get your attention. Stay away from Bob. Stay away from Jaina. Stay away from the liquor bottle. Push away from this. Push away from that. But we don't never connect up with him. And those that know how to speak in tongues, pray in tongues. Because your heart, your spirit man will connect up with God. And he will, will download, almost like downloading information to you. When you get up from prayer, you're like, Okay, he wants me to do this. Okay, he wants me to do that. Because he has told your spirit man what to do, which will tell you what to do if you're listening to him when you get through praying. That's why you must sit there when you get through praying to wait on him to answer you, to talk to you. Some of us just get right up. Oh, I told him I want it. I'm done. No, talk to God. Because God is ready to deliver us. God is ready to give us a breakthrough, but we must hear him. Okay. I hope you all have a blessed day. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you too. Um, have a good day. Thank you.